1: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy, and I got a couple cool cats with me. Okay, Scott, what's up?
0: Ooh, what's going on? What's going <laughs> on, man? Beautiful How you feeling, man? How you feeling? You know, beautiful day out here in Houston. I don't know what it is like in Salt Lake City right now,
1: but I know in Houston is living life. Well, Rojo's about to tell us what it's like out here in Salt Lake City right now. Rojo. Oh, heck yeah, I am. Like, what's up, y'all?
2: I mean... <laughs> It's thunderstorming. I'm hearing things fall. I'm hearing things make noise. Scared my power about to go off.
0: But Mm.
1: hey, I'm alive. I'm I'm, I'm healthy. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Well, I can tell you guys both, since we're all Cali boys, I didn't have allergies before I moved to Utah. When I moved to Utah, I got allergies. So I diagnosed myself with I'm allergic to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) So that means, baby, where's my wife? I got to go home. I got to get in the water. I'm tired of putting on all this lotion and chapstick, man. I'm not used to, I don't like this dry weather.
0: Man, that's the beautiful thing about Texas. I walk outside with the humidity, it's moisturizing. So I, ain't I know, put on I'm lotion.
1: jealous, man. You don't need cocoa butter or nothing, huh, K-Scott? <laughs> See, I, I got to put aloe vera, cocoa butter. I got to put like a mixture of different types of lotions to keep me moisturized. So, <laughs> All right, well, let's jump on, get another question rolling here for our listeners. Got another great question from a teenager. And this question is short, simple, and sweet but I think it's a worthy of our weighing in on this one. So how do we keep, and this is from the teenager, obviously, how do we keep and maintain relationships when our mental health is declining? As always, thank you to everyone who sends in these questions. And just a little reminder, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube. And if you have any questions you want us to get to, just shoot them in our DM on Instagram. Instagram or comment on any of our YouTube videos we'll get to those questions for you so how do we keep and maintain relationships with mental health when mental health is declining so let me start with this one as a little disclaimer like it says in our podcast this is not mental health advice we're not trying to uh substitute a mental health professional even though I am a mental health professional we're just given OG therapy, which as all of you guys know by now, or anyone that's listening to this podcast knows, an OG is just a person who's been there, done that, lived to tell the tell and that's all we're doing. We're just sharing some suggestion ideas, but it's not actual therapy. But since this uh, young person brought up mental health, just want to remind everybody about that a little disclaimer. Having said that, mental health is a struggle. It's something that people can go through, but it just doesn't happen magically or out of nowhere so for example usually when people come to me that are showing depression they don't say you know what one day i was living life and it was perfect and beautiful and rainbows and birds flying and sun shining and then out of nowhere i just woke up one morning and i was depressed for absolutely no reason in fact as a mental professional what i'll do is i'll, I'll talk about someone's history their past pretty quickly People find out if they didn't know already why they're depressed or anxious or struggling mental health issues, they start to recall. Most people, however, even teenagers, when they come and see me, they have some ideas what's stressing them out. They're not naive to their hurt and pains in their life. They usually have been dealing with things for quite some time. They can see some sort of an origin story behind it. Uh, they may not know exactly all the details of, you know, why it's this bad or why they're, you know, in this current situation, but they have some sort of idea of what's going on. Which is why in this question, it says they already identify that they're having these issues, but they want to maintain relationships. Every depressed person, I'm using depression because that's a very common um, mental health uh, diagnosis disorder. Every depressed person I've ever talked to said that their depression really makes their relationships a lot more complicated. For example, they may have friends that have no idea that they're depressed because they're just smiling and everything's always good. Everything's okay, And they just, you know, pretend like there's no problem or the opposite they may not be showing up to things they may be pulling away from their friends isolating themselves and that can uh cause problems in relationships because most people when they have a friend pulling away from them not wanting to hang out with them or if you're asking a friend constantly to hang out or do things and the person doesn't get back to you they drop the ball um, on things that you, you know they're supposed to show up most people are gonna take that personally most people are gonna first think man like i thought we're cool i didn't know what was going on so i'd like to start off and and lead uh my other two uh homies and ogs here uh with a little bit of a little bit of something for them to start with relationships are difficult to manage even if you don't have mental health problems social skills are difficult even if you don't have mental health problems life is difficult if even if you don't have mental health problems but having mental health problems are really difficult because you can't touch it, you can't feel it, you can't go to a doctor that can't say, "Oh, based upon this break in your heart, it's gonna take six to eight weeks to heal from that girl uh, uh, choosing to date your friend instead of you. I don't know what the scenario is, I'm just making stuff up, right? <laughs> I'm talking about high school type scenarios, right? So when we're trying our best in life, we're gonna fall, we're gonna make some mistakes. But when there's mental health involved it's going to make it much more complex much more confusing which means we need to figure this out how can you get poison out of the building how can you get something out of you if you're not willing to talk about it how how are you going to be able to make something better if you're pretending that it doesn't exist so first and foremost with your friends family members the relationships that you want to keep intact if you haven't shown up for these people, if you've made some mistakes, I don't want you to use your mental health as an excuse. I want you to explain to the people that you've let down or, or things didn't go the way that you want them to go. Just go back to them and explain them that you are embarrassed, that you are um, ashamed, you are sad that you acted or uh, handled a situation a certain way, or maybe that you didn't get back to them, you ghost them. And with a little bit of detail to share where your situation's at, not too much detail, just explain to them that it's been really hard for you lately. You've been going through some stuff. Depending upon the relationship will determine how much information you share with that person. But if you call that person, if you text that person, if you go first, you don't leave that person wondering what did they do to you? Like what's going on? Because this is the biggest complaint that I get from people that are in love with or have close relationships with people who struggle with depression, anxiety, different mental health disorders, is that these people that their friends that are struggling with those disorders aren't communicating to them. Now, I'm not saying every single one that's listening to this podcast can have a disorder, but to be a little depressed doesn't mean you're diagnosed as depressed, but it means you're down. You're not, you're not your normal self. Communicating to people after the fact will keep those relationships strong. Now, Rojo and Kenneth, the the thing that I wanted to share with them is that now that you've seen, uh, when I say now, because you already knew this, I saw you guys nod your heads, but now you've heard me say it like this. What are some of your guys' thoughts and feelings when you've had friends that were struggling and they actually opened up and talked to you? Did it help you understand them better? Did it give you a sense of like, oh, this isn't personal towards me? Kenneth, what, what are some of your thoughts?
0: Yeah, at first, especially when it comes to like, when you're, you you can sense something's going on with your friends, right? And when they don't come to you, you start to think like, man, I thought we was best friends. I thought we was cool. Why you didn't come to me? Like, I'm here to help you. And so from that perspective, it caused a little friction. He's like, man, I thought I was your homeboy. You're supposed to come to me in those things. But on the other end, because I was on the other side, like, it's like, man, you're just holding all the cards to you. And you're not trying to show everybody your, your moves so that you can win the game, but really the game is to get everybody involved to share experiences. So it's, it's best to put your cards on the table so that everybody can see exactly what it is you're going through or what card needs to be played so that you can be best suited for you to move forward, whatever issues you may have to help you keep and maintain them. And so, for if I'm a friend, I want my friend to communicate with me, telling me everything that's going on, because then I could be able to figure out how can I help best help you best so that we can move forward and then vice versa. Instead of me holding on to things, you yeah. know, oh, being vulnerable is being valuable. So me holding on to it is not going to do anybody any good. And it's going to put me in a corner. And as soon as you are in that corner, nobody going to want to help you because they're going to think you got an attitude. Then you got something when they just didn't know because you didn't communicate what was going on to let them know like, Hey, something's going on with me to pull you out of that corner to show you that, Hey, you're not in this dark alley alone. Look at these, look at this city view. Look how beautiful it is. Yep. So, um, um, it's important for as a friend or, or someone that you look to as a support system to communicate what's going on, let them know what's, like, how they can help you to reach yeah. that point to where you're not feeling abandoned at all.
1: That's so true because knowledge is power. And Normally we think about knowledge is power, that statement as like the more you know, the more money you can make, you'll smarter, you'll be. Mm-hmm. But knowledge is power in the sense if you know that your friend's struggling, if you know that you didn't do anything personal, man, that's one less thing to worry about everyone that's ever listened to this podcast us on this podcast is OGs. we know what it's like to stay up all night long saying how come my friend didn't call me back like what's going on like relationships mess with our head man if we don't know what's going on with someone it could be your intimate partner your spouse your best friend your parent your sibling your friend whoever it may be it keeps us up so when that person comes to us and says hey This isn't like personal towards you. Here's what I got going on. And here's what I'm working on to make it better. That information, we can check that box. Okay, we're still cool. Now my brain can start worrying about other things because there's lots of other things to worry about in the world too. Rojo, what are some of your thoughts?
2: Like relationships build so much better when you're able to talk about some of these tough topics and about mental health mental health is something that nobody talks about so when you have one of those really good friends and you're able to share some of those deep thoughts that you have and they're able to take it in and then also try to give you back some good feedback to help you it makes it it takes a lot off your plate when you're going through some tough times
1: heck yeah you know I'm, i'm gonna add a little caveat to this because uh a lot of times when i'm working with people i i use the analogy of goldilocks and the three bears i remember goldilocks she's like i've even done this on the podcast before goldilocks like you know the the is too hot it's too cold and it's like it's just right okay so mental health because for many many years people didn't talk about mental health like you said rojo um it was one of those things where it's like oh that doesn't exist in fact there's still some old school people i'll run into but depression that's that's not real you just got to keep on keeping on like you just got like That don't count like suicide. What does that mean? No, you're not, you you just need to work harder, right? You should dust dust it off, brush it off, right? Right. So the suggestion I give to anyone listening to this is there's a a sweet spot in the middle because using, okay, you don't want to use your mental health as something to keep people away from you at bay. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry I didn't show up to your birthday party, but uh, my depression was really bad, so I couldn't show up. Because here's what's going to happen. If you use, if you play that card and you say that all the time, it's like the reason why I couldn't do this is because my depression, my anxiety, my this, my that. People will start to, and I know this to be very true, people will start to question and wonder, is that is that really what's going on? Mm-hmm. Or are you just using that as an excuse like as an ultimate get out of jail free card? Because that's one of those cards where if someone says, hey, no, I'm sure on depression, you know, I couldn't show up. You can't be like, well, quit being a coward or like, you know, just right. don't let depression ruin you like that. In today's world, people are, are starting to just accept it as being like, okay, that's a real thing. Just starting to, especially the younger generation. But you also don't want to use that in a way to like tell your parents and family member and friends, like that's the wall, Barry, you can't come past that. Now the opposite, like we've said, not talking about you having some struggles with mental health, um, that's not good either. So you don't want to diagnose yourself and tell people they have to leave you alone because of these mental health strokes you have but then again you don't want to sit there and just pretend it's nothing and then that way people are left to wonder like what did they do you want to do something in the middle and both what kenneth and k, uh, k scott and rojo talked about were more kind of in the middle it's really just sitting there going hey listen here's what i got going on it wasn't personal towards you i'm not using this as an excuse but i'm sharing with you information Like, i'm just telling you like what's been happening what's going on now that i've said that Here's what I'm gonna do in the future, make it better. As my friend, whoever you're speaking to, I'm talking to the person who's sending this question and whoever's listening, you can give them permission not to call you out or to shame you, but permission to check in with you if you have been disconnected from them. Permission to ask you. I've had I've had clients of mine where they'll say, like, oh, I'm embarrassed, I'm depressed. So I don't want to use that as an excuse I said okay but if you don't tell people nothing they're going to get pretty upset and think that you don't care this was an athlete with their coach this athlete this 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 young person really did have some serious mental health issues she was like well my coach get mad at me if I use that as an excuse why I didn't come to practice today I'm like okay but that was the legitimate excuse so instead of not saying anything to the coach and the coach thinking like oh you don't want to be a part of the team Had her go to the coach and say, listen, can I pull you aside after practice? So they met after practice. What they said, what what she said in the practice was like, listen, I know I've been missing more frequently. I'm not going to use my depression and excuse, whatever, you know, I do struggle with depression. However, in this situation, this is the scenario that happened. Gave the coach a little bit of information and then said in the future, coach, can we, this is my suggestion. I gave this girl the idea to tell her coach that there was a little keyword like a little word that the coach and her could use. So if the coach was like, well, I don't want to push you too hard. If you're going to fall apart and become depressed after practice. And she's like, no, I got it. She's like, so I'm going to tell you if this is like, I'm tired, if I'm feeling lazy, or if this is really like depression. So they agreed that they were going to only use the depression card on those really like certain situations. Cause you don't want to be the boy or girl who cried wolf. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. and so every time and i'm just going to make a word. let's say the word was ranch dressing <laughs> the coach would be like hey nice. uh the coach would be like hey you know um everybody you can do this you can do this looked over it's like hey listen i know you love ranch dressing but do you feel like having some ranch dressing right now or do you want to wait till later like mm-hmm. it was one of those ramp things what are you guys talking about like they had some like this little keyword inside between scoop. the two of them a little inside yeah. scoop and she's like no, nah, I can eat some ranch later. Okay, just right. making sure. It's just a way to check in that kept everybody else that didn't need to know what was going on on the outside. But if you don't offer those types of communications to your friends, best friends, like, hey, if I'm struggling, I don't want to go out and hang out and have fun, then you have permission to, you know, to to call me out and say, hey, listen, like, is is this a depression thing? Because if that's the case, we'll just come have the party at your house right right like we'll just bring it we'll just bring the party to you because we've all had those type of situations where we're feeling down and out someone pulls us out of that slump and then we're thankful and appreciative because the kryptonite the kryptonite to depression is connection Mm. so if you push people away you're only going to make yourself more likely to be sucked in that hole of depression if you fight to keep people close to you and you give people access and little special passwords to get close to you it's gonna keep the ball moving. You're not gonna lose all your momentum because okay. depression really slows down the momentum. If you get stuck in it, you may not want to leave the house
0: Mm-mm, at all. Yeah.
1: Any thoughts yeah. Out, out, out of what I just said, guys?
0: Man, just some mic droppers. That's all it was. Just mic <laughs> droppers. Curry for <from laughs> deep type. <Walker> <laughs> <Lake>. <laughs> you See, listen, I, record all that.
2: And I, I, I love I love what you said because that falls into that depression like that falls into like a lot of different stages of like not having friends and not wanting to do anything and then it's like when you don't want to do something it gets it gets to a point where you put like we said on the last episode where you kind of put yourself in this stage now at this point you kind of like making sure that you stay in this stage instead of being able to get out and get the help that you need which is some of your closest friends Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and communication is always king queen Like, you know, I mean, communication is like where it's at. So for young people out there listening to this, if you think, okay, well, I don't want to bring something up because, you know, I'm only depressed every now and then. Well, I I get it. But if this starts to become a pattern Mm. and you're not communicating, you may not get a second or third or fourth chance. By the way, some people, if you ghost them or if you do something because you're depressed, you don't show up. Some people are cold blooded, man. Some people won't give you a second chance. Right. Yes, some people yes. they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, I've been burned too many times. Like if you're not going to be there for me, some people have a very high standard because they're really guarded themselves. Mm-hmm. So like I said, don't mm-hmm. use this as an excuse, use it information, but also instead of just saying, Hey, I'm depressed. Hey, this one's struggling with. And let's try to do this from now on. If this happens, you know, just give some, some people some information what they can work with that way they know they can still talk to you because depression, if you have real depression, Anxiety, stuff like that, this ain't gonna go away overnight. You're gonna have to work at this. So in the meantime, what do you think is gonna help you with your depression? If you're losing friends trying to figure out how to get through depression, or if you're talking to friends and learning how to communicate while you're going through your depression. I think less people are gonna abandon you and leave you alone while you're going through mental health struggles if you can communicate clearer to them.
2: Good that's good, good point.
1: Great point. Yeah. And you know, also it gives them some sort of context and know, like, okay, what they can do, because most friends they want to help out. You know, most friends want to be of some sort of service, you know, especially if they value you as a some. person. Some. <laughs> some. That's yeah. why I said the word some. <laughs> some friends like, oh, wait, you can't help me. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out.
2: Mm-hmm. Users. You know your real
1: <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, as promised, we're going to keep all these episodes to one single question, but I just want to remind everybody out there listening to this, YouTube, Instagram, pretty soon we'll be on that tickety tack 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 But right now, just YouTube and Instagram. Follow us, make comments, ask us you know questions, stuff like that, so we can help you out with anything you got going through. And just remember, if hurt and pain and life has you down on your knees, mm. don't forget to come listen to those OGs. Thank you guys for listening to OG Therapy.